The Forum at 8 with Polani Guala. Seven and a half minutes after eight. Welcome to the Forum at 8 here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, I've already got a couple of uh, SMSs here. People pointing out that so-and-so perhaps doesn't deserve and so-and-so deserves why this person isn't a bit early and that kind of thing. And that's what we're going to be talking about here uh, on the Forum at 8 about the national orders. Over the weekend, President Jacob Zuma bestowed national orders to outstanding South African citizens as well as foreign nationals in a ceremony in Pretoria. Now, among the recipients, I beg your pardon, was the late former executive president of Guyana, Lyndon Forbes Burnham. That has attracted some controversy. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, But let me just quickly introduce my guest then on the program this morning. I'll start with Dr. Keshias Lubisi. He is the DG in the presidency, director general in the presidency. He's also the chancellor of the national orders. Dr. Lubisi, nice talking to you this morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Colani and the SFM listeners. Thank you very much for your time. I'm also joined on the other line by Professor Wazir Mohammed. Uh, professor Mohammed is a professor of sociology at the University of Indiana in the U.S. Professor Mohammed, good morning. Morning, how are you? I'm very well. I really thank you for your time this morning. Let me start with Dr. Lubisi. Uh, Dr. Lubisi, national orders, by all accounts, they went pretty well over the weekend. Uh, exceptionally well, uh, Tolani. Uh, we thank uh, all uh, the people of South Africa and abroad uh, who did nominate uh, the people who eventually were honoured uh, uh, over the weekend. That's interesting because you're talking about nominating. Is that the process? Are people nominated? So that is correct. Who nominates? Anyone. Even you, Tolani, can nominate. Anyone in the public can nominate uh, any person or any organisation for national orders. As we speak now, we have already opened uh, the process of nominations, and the nominations will close on the 31st of July. So we call on all South Africans uh, to make their nominations uh, so that uh, their nominations can be considered. And then what happens after the nominations? Once the nominations uh, have been received, the National Advisory Council for National Orders sits down and sifts through the nominations, looks at the merits and demerits of uh, each candidate. They do their own further research, and on the basis of of that, they then make uh, recommendations to the president, who is the grand patron of national orders. And then the president, on the basis of the recommendations of the uh, advisory council, then uh, decides who should be uh, honored. And, and presumably there is consultation. You consult widely about these issues, uh, specifically people who may be affected directly by uh, the, the award. Well, well uh, the National Advisory Council uh, does do its own homework, and uh, uh, in some cases, yes, they do consult uh, certain people. But uh, it, 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 it's often not done uh, that you call meetings in stadiums, etc., to consult on national orders. The Advisory Council has got eminent people who are very respected in society and who apply their minds to the nomination. And I say this, and you probably would have seen this in the run-up to uh, the weekend uh, uh, National Orders Award, uh, the controversy surrounding the, the, the awarding of the former um, president uh, of Guyana, Lyndon Forbes Burnham, from those who are saying that he didn't deserve. Did you see that at all? Yes, we did. We did indeed. We did, did you take we into did. account? Were you worried about it? Yes, of course, uh, that worried us uh, quite greatly. Uh, in fact, uh, let's uh, correct, uh, I, I heard you earlier on, Tulane, I think at about uh, seven, mm-hmm. uh, saying that uh, Lyndon Forbes uh, uh, Burnham was honored over the weekend. Let us uh, correct that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, when the controversy arose and we listened to the voices that were putting their points across, a decision was taken to provisionally defer this honor until uh, we have done further discussions and consultations with appropriate parties. So Lyndon Falls Benham was not honored over the weekend. Oh, that's a very interesting decision. When was the decision taken? That decision was taken last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. So yes. he wasn't honored, and that's because of the pressure that came through from, from uh, those who were campaigning against his honoring. Not, not, not so much pressure, but we, I think we, we, are, we are hearing what they are saying, and we would want to consult further with them, and uh, the, the, obviously the family, because they are supporters and they are those who are opposed, and we would want to engage all of them before we take a decision on this matter. Professor Mohammed, you should be happy then with this decision. Well, uh, it's not a question of being happy or not happy. Um, I, I want to be. Uh, I want to say first of all, I'm glad that um, I'm on with um, with Dr. Lubisi. Is, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yeah, yeah, correctly, very much so. Um, welcome, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Um, this here is we are concerned about the memory of Oliver Tambo. Um, uh, because Oliver Tambo was uh, was a revolutionary and Burnham was not. And by that we are saying that, look, Burnham, um, it's not that he did not contribute to the anti-apartheid cause, but among his crimes that he committed was the killing of Walter Rodney and other opposition figures in Guyana. The South Africans fought a long, hard struggle I mean, I grew up in Guyana as a youth, and I, I was involved in the anti-apartheid struggle, but I was not a supporter of Burnham. Burnham came to power with the aid of imperialism, um, and uh, he, he held on to power illegally um, as prime minister for 16 years and as executive president for five years to rig the elections in Guyana. Um, so... I mean, he has, he has a very controversial history. So it's not a question of us being happy. I mean, this should never have happened. Uh, just tell us a little bit about Dr. Walter Rodney. Some South Africans may not know. He was killed in 1980, allegedly, because there never really was an investigation, Professor Mohammed, uh, uh, but allegedly by Burnham. Well, I mean, he was killed under Burnham's watch. Burnham was the executive president. Um, we have to back up a little because, uh, I mean, they, they, um, as Professor Rupert Lewis of the University of West Indies said in, an, in a statement this week, anyone who witnessed Barnum's death and um, witnessed Bob's Barnum on television gloating about the killing of Walter Rodney by a bomb nearly 30 years ago would be shocked to learn that he was he was named for this award. Um, you know, Burnham went on television and, and, you know, and said his steel was sharper, um, when Walter Rodney was, 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 was killed. As the president of the country, he did, rather than gloating, he should have opened up a national and international inquiry. Walter Rodney was not just any, any, any Tom Dick and Harry out there. Um, Walter Rodney, you have to remember, and we have to back up, on Walter Rodney's return to Guyana in 1972, Barnum refused to allow him to get a teaching job at the University of Guyana. Mm -hmm. In 1978, he was jailed with others on trumped-up charges. And then in 1980, he was killed. Um, so it's not, 
I mean, the, the acquisition of Burnham's involvement is not an idle acquisition, and Burnham did nothing to clear his name. Um, and, his, and his name is still not cleared because there's never been an, uh, an official international inquiry into the death of Walter Rodney. And Dr. Rodney is well known to Africans in particular for his work uh, authoring a book called How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. He's got a lot of other things that he did. He stayed in Tanzania for about six years, right, Dr. Mohammed? Yes, he stayed in Tanzania for about six years. He was uh, Then he went, he was also at the University of West Indies in Jamaica. Um, so, I mean, you know, Walter Rodney is well known. His works are well known. And as you rightfully said, his most prominent work is how Europe underdeveloped Africa, which is still being used. In fact, it has been reprinted so many times. Um, it is still being used across the world because it is still pertinent. And Dr. Lubis, I suppose the question is, how could this information have escaped those then that are entrusted with the responsibility of double-checking the nominations? Torani, uh, I've, I've indicated before that uh, former President uh, uh, Lyndon Forbes uh, Benham have got supporters and opponents. Uh, the Advisory Committee Council took uh, into consideration various facts uh, around this matter. Uh, I must admit I was not at the, at the meeting because I'm not a member of the Advisory Committee, but uh, in our briefing, uh, the Advisory Committee convinced us that uh, Serious consideration was given to the matter, uh, and uh, because there are people who are equally hunting for him, uh, for uh, former President uh, Benham, mm. and there are people who are really opposed uh, to him, particularly around the question of uh, uh, Dr. Walter Rodney. So it, it's, I wouldn't say that the Advisory Council did not uh, take this into consideration. They really did apply their minds. Mm. However, we... In, in, in his uh, wisdom, the president took a decision that we should defer mm. uh, this award until we have done uh, our own homework in regard to consulting the various uh, uh, people uh, on board. And I would love to, in fact, uh, get hold of Professor Mohammed if he can give us details sure, I'll certainly of, do that. Uh, so that we can be able to talk to him as well. Uh, I'll certainly do that. But Professor Mohammed, I think there's a point there about, about uh, as, is, as is the case with all sorts of legacies, there would be people supporting uh, the, the former executive president, Burnham, and those opposed to him. Uh, and the South Africans had to consider that. Yes, I mean, I, I don't, we're not, we don't want to take the place of the South Africans who have to control, who have to consider that kind of stuff. I mean, Burnham has, um, is, I mean, he has a, a very um, controversial history. He did um, contribute, we're not saying that he did not contribute to the anti-apartheid cause. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, but, but he was very controversial. You, um, you, you have to, we have to be very careful. This is a person who came to power with the aid of imperialism. He did not, he was on the side of imperialism at the same time that he was supporting anti-apartheid, the anti-apartheid struggles. He was not the only person, he was not the loudest voice in Diana supporting anti-apartheid. Um, but he had, he, he was the man in charge of, of the state and he was able to, to, to put that voice on the international scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we, you have, in, in granting this award, um, Professor Lubisi, um, mm-hmm. um, you have to consider that he did not hold power um, 
legally. That, I mean, he, he held power illegally through rigged elections in Guyana between 1968 and 1985. This is the person, while he was head of the country, he clamped down on press freedom, took complete control of the media, banned marches and street demonstrations, repressed political, uh, political activists, um, you know, uh, jailed workers, um, uh, you know, made marches illegal, mm. um, repressed mine workers in Guyana, um, sugar workers, and other workers. Okay. Um, so you, you see, the, the, the guy have a very um, controversial history. Right. And well, this Sorry, yes. Rob, what I wanted to do is just to open the lines as well, just uh, request our listeners to participate in this discussion, weigh in on this discussion, because it's an important one. Whether specifically in relation to what happened with the former executive president of Guyana or just generally about the criteria. Perhaps people have something that they've picked up about the awards that they would like to raise, uh, about the national orders that they would like to talk to us about this morning. And I would like them to give us a call on 0891104208 this morning. 0891104208. I'll take SMSs as well at 34701 and emails at let me ask you professor to finish your thought there professor Mohammed. yes so he has a very controversial history um, and you know though we believe that um, giving him this award um, would, would cover up um, his role in the assassination of Walter Rodney it would only help in that because at some point um, at some point um, an inquiry has to be held. Okay. Um, sure. All right. Patric- uh, Professor Patrick Bond from the Center for Civil Society at the University of KZN has also got views on this matter. He's, he's on the line now. I'll ask him to share with us his views on this. But again, as I say, you're more than welcome to give me a call. 0891 Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a minute. Do you hear the dramatic music playing underneath my ever more dramatic voice? It's what most companies do to grab your attention and convince you they mean business. But that's not how we do things at Standard Bank. We're not about gimmicks. We're about working with you to optimize your cash flow and manage liquidity to keep your business successful. Which is why more businesses bank with Standard Bank than with any other South African bank. So for less of this and more no-nonsense banking, visit standardbank.co.za forward slash business. Let's talk business. This is how we're moving yours forward. Standard Bank. Moving forward, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Need to renew your TV license? Pop into your provincial SABC TV license office, update your details, and you could win a 32-inch LCD TV. So whether you're living in Pretoria, Porokwane, Bloemfontein, Durban, Kimberley, Cape Town, Port Elizabeth, Nelspruit, or Johannesburg, we are here to help with all inquiries. So go local. Step into your SABC provincial office today and stand a chance to win. TV licenses, making a difference. The Forum at 8 with Kolani Gwala. Right, let me read you this email before I go to Professor Patrick Bond. Uh, there's an email that comes uh, from Lutan de Lucos in Centurion. He says, Les Brown, the famous motivational speaker, once said, It doesn't take much effort to be a loser. The same can be said of receiving honors or awards these days. The European Union was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, even though soon after that they took their economies to the cleaners, causing massive violent demonstrations. F.W. de Klerk also was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, even though the reason uh, for allowing elections was that his government had their backs against the wall. Playboys have also been awarded pastorships. I also demand an award. That's 
according to Ludandu Lukosi. Let me bring in Professor Bond. Professor Bond, good morning to you. You've been monitoring the situation surrounding the former executive president of Guyana. Your thoughts, please. Great to be with you and the listeners. And you're um, uh, absolutely right. It is a time to be happy um, if you are South African and worried that the impression left by this whole incident is that it's up for sale, the awards. And we got the impression in 1997 when Suharto, the dictator of Indonesia, after giving $25 million to the African National Congress, was given the Order of Good Hope Award, the most important award of the South African government, just three months before he was overthrown by a popular democratic revolution. And those are the kind of incidents, like the Dalai Lama's inability to get a visa to come to Archbishop Tutu's 80th birthday, that have given the impression that if you buy some support in Pretoria, you can get away with murder. And it's so good to know that in the case of the murder of the greatest Pan-African revolutionary intellectual, Walter Rodney, uh, a reactionary who had the skill of talking left, and he certainly talked himself as a socialist, anti-apartheid supporter, but he walked right. And that when people raise this, and I especially would point to Professor Horace Campbell of Syracuse, the Pan-African scholar. Um, he's a Jamaican who's been here in UKZN and many other South African universities. And he really initiated with others a petition to bring the uh, problem here of Forbes Burnham's uh, role in the assassination of Walter Robbie to the attention of the South African government, no part of them, and a good big thank you to the South African government for deferring and no doubt cancelling this horrible honour uh, to a man who certainly didn't deserve it. Right, uh, that's the view then of uh, uh, Professor Patrick Bond. There's an SMS here from Dr. Blade Zamande, and I'm going to read it, and I think he's got a point. He says it would have been proper for yourself and the producers to apologize for misleading us on the national orders. It is incumbent upon the public broadcaster to check its information and accuracy. This is very serious as it could have unnecessarily cast a dark cloud over our national orders. I think there is a point there, Dr. Kesses Lubisi, but the fact of the matter is the decision was taken late last week, and to be honest, it was never really publicized. Can I say, Kalani, I didn't know about it either, and I've been following it quite closely. It's so wonderful to have your show about people. Please. I hope that uh, uh, Dr. Zimande will, will also do his part to uh, persevere to make sure these honors are understood as really serious, because, look, uh, maybe Dr. Lubisi could answer. If Soharto gets an honor just before being overthrown, and he's a notorious corrupt dictator, he died a few years ago, but this is the kind of honor you should then be saying, Maybe we need to dishonor him. Maybe we need to retract it. Because it was really only because of the $25 million donation of ANC. Would Dr. Lubisi consider taking the case of Saharto back to his committee and saying, maybe we need to retract that honor? The way Lance Armstrong was stripped of his honors because he right. cheated. Surely we need to do that too. All right. Just, just hold the line then, uh, uh, Professor Bond. Let me ask Dr. Lubisi to respond. Uh, th- thank you very much, uh, Colin, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, good morning to Professor Patrick Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I think uh, one would take uh, an issue uh, with uh, Professor Bond to uh, generalize and say that, uh, you know, if you buy your way into Pretoria, you are awarded. I, I think uh, it's a bit of an unfortunate statement uh, because uh, in the case uh, that we are talking about currently, uh, the individual has long died and uh, would not have been able to pay anyone uh, to be honored. Uh, it is, there is no question of anyone buying anyone. 
But they, also, uh, if, you put, to, uh, if you go to his website, you actually find him bragging. Uh, obviously, he died, but right. but his website still brags about fifty thousand dollars in contributions to the AMT. Just check his website; you'll you'll be quite ashamed that that's the main thing he says is his solidarity. Okay, yes, please respond. I think Professor Pond should allow us to speak. Sure, go ahead, please. Now. Professor Pond must understand that the advisory committee, advisory council on national orders, is not linked to any political party. It is a government uh, council led by very preeminent members, very respectable members from all walks of life. And therefore, they stand no chance whatsoever to be bought by anyone. They do not stand a chance to be bought by anyone. But let us go back to his question around the uh, revoking of national orders. There is a stipulation indeed that uh, the president can revoke national orders. If, for instance, someone uh, commits acts which are unbecoming hmm. uh, after they have been uh, honored, the president can, in his wisdom, hmm. revoke such an order. Indeed, it is possible. If sure. Professor Bond uh, or whoever wishes uh, that uh, the uh, national order uh, uh, on uh, Mr. Suharto, former President Suharto by President Mandela, should be revoked. Uh, well, they, they are welcome to make such a recommendation, okay. but we won't discuss it uh, over radio. We will uh, take it into consideration, and the Advisory Council will do its work. Uh, I have a question for Dr. Uh, Doctor, oh, that's a wonderful, wonderful invitation. Professor, oh, you, 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 will you be taking that up, Professor Bond? Yes, indeed. I think uh, not just Arthur, but we have to be continually vigilant. Uh, the kind okay. of cronies that are giving money uh, to the ruling party, like Burnham, did. Uh, he, uh, on his website, you can check. It says he gave fifty thousand dollars of his taxpayers' money to the liberation movement, and that's the main claim to fame he has for supporting anti-apartheid. But because it was a dictatorship, you can't really say that this was a voluntary, solidaristic donation. It was okay. a way for him to buy the credibility so he could continue to talk left Pro- while Pro- he walked. Right. Professor Mohammed? Yeah, it was about buying credibility. But I, wa- I have a question for Dr. Lubisi because, I mean, I want to ask why this award was never given to um, Julius Nereri of Tanzania. Do you have an answer, there, uh, Dr. Lubisi? Uh, I... I Professor Mohammed uh, should uh, familiarize himself with the facts. Uh, uh, Julius Nyerere, President Julius Nyerere, is one of those honored earlier on by President Mandela. So he already he has did not Mandela. receive this specific order hmm. because these are new orders. The order of the companions of our temple is a new, is a relatively new order. Mm-hmm. Anyone hmm. who had been honored before by President Mandela when the old orders were in operation hmm. cannot be right. repeated again. There's something I want to clarify, because you, you say the money issue doesn't even come into the picture for you, but there obviously is a lot of lobbying that goes on here. No, no, there's no lobbying. And, and the reason as why I, I say that, let, let, me, let me clarify my point. Dr. Lubis, let me clarify my point. You said at the yeah. beginning that when we were talking uh, about the former president of Guyana, that there are those who support him, right, as much as there are those who are opposed to him. Do they have an influence, I'm asking, on the decision that's finally taken on whether to award him or not? Not at all. Not at all. We list, of course, arguments are listened to. 
people do their research, the advisory council does its research. Now, those people stand no chance. As I indicate to you, the members of the advisory council are very, very uh, preeminent people in society. They stand no chance of being bought. Take my word, they are highly, they are people of great integrity, I can tell right. you that. Right, let me do this, uh, gentlemen. Let me take my updates. I'm going to take the news and, of course, also find out what's going on traffic-wise. Come back, take calls, 0891-104-208, 0891-104-208. The is standing by with the news headlines. Good morning. Thank you very much, Rob Byrne. It is now 26 minutes before 9 here on AM Live on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Dr. Cassius Lubisi, Director General in the Presidency, who is also a Chancellor of the National Orders, is my guest on the program this morning. Professor Wazi Mohammed, Professor of Sociology at the University of Indiana in America, also joining me on the other line. I've also got from Durban, Professor Patrick Bond. Um, he has also been involved, or at least following this discussion about the National Orders. And would like to get your thoughts then on 0891 208 uh, Dr. Lubisi, you were still making a point about, about lobbying and, and, uh, and suggesting that it, it, it isn't succeeding. No, uh, I, I must categorically point out there is no question of anyone using their influence, their money, their property to lobby members of the National Advisory Council. There is no chance of that happening. The process is above board. As I indicated to you, we have opened nominations. We urge South Africans to please send in their nominations to the Chancery of National Orders so that we can uh, uh, consider these uh, through the Advisory Council. And let's uh, uh, indicate that uh, there are six orders, uh, the Order of Mendy for Bravery, uh, the Order of Ikamanga, which recognizes uh, South Africans have excelled in arts, culture, literature, music, and journalism, the Order of the Baobab, which uh, recognizes uh, our citizens uh, for community service, mm-hmm. business, economy, science, and medicine, the Order of Lutuli, for those who have contributed to the struggle for democracy, nation-building, human rights, peace, and justice, the Order of Mapungubwe, uh, which recognizes uh, excellence for an exceptional achievement uh, to the benefit of South Africa and, and beyond. And, of course, the order of the companions of our temple. Okay. Uh, there's a, an SMS here uh, asking, who are the members of this advisory council? Who nominates stroke appoints uh, advisory council? Uh, the advisory council, obviously, is, is uh, appointed by the president. This advisory council has been uh, in office for quite some time. Uh, the chairperson of the advisory council is Dr. Yvonne Mutien, uh, and uh, members are the following, uh, Mrs. Mary Burton, uh, Mr. F.G. Bronwell, hmm. uh, Ms. Sophie williams Brain, Professor Brian Figaji, Dr. John Kani, Mr. Ahmed Katrada, Professor C. Landman, Ms. Ruth Mompati, Bishop Malus Mpumluane, mm-hmm. Mr. Mendim Simang, and retired Lieutenant General Gilbert Romano. Fantastic. Let me take some calls. Hassan in Johannesburg. Good morning, Hassan. Is Hassan gone? Right. Uh, Hassan, please do call me back. Kai is in Johannesburg. Hello, Kai. Kai, hello. All right. Uh, seemingly, clearly. Problems still, frustrating problems with the lines here. Let me see uh, if uh, Kai is back there. Kai? 
All right, serious troubles with the lines here. All right, let me go back to Professor uh, in, in, in Durban. Uh, as far as you're concerned, then, Professor Bond, uh, are matters clear? Yes, and I do want to stress that the awards do go to fantastic individuals who've done a great deal uh, for the society here at UKZM. Uh, we were so honored that Professor Karesha uh, Karim, who was very involved in the AIDS work that uh, developed, began to develop a gel that will uh, prevent HIV transmission, and our Vice Chancellor, um, Malakapur Mokhoba, for his immunology work. These are, these are absolutely fine. It's just that where you get the highly politicized, sort of crony solidaristic um, uh, deals, there, and if, if Julius Nureri got one of these, brilliant. But there are so many more ahead of uh, Forbes Burnham that should be honored for their work. Uh, I might add that there was a very interesting controversy about five years ago when a New Zealand activist, John Tinto, was also given one of the companions of O.R. Campbell, and then he turned it down because he felt that really the transition had gone off the track and had gone from a racial apartheid to a class apartheid transition. So these are moments when it's very, very interesting to actually ask, what is that legacy of liberating South Africa, and how far now does it extend, given that our problems, inequality, unemployment, environmental degradation, gender violence, they seem to be increasing. Let's try the lines again. Neil in King Williamstown. Hello. Yes, uh, Tulani, thanks for taking my call. Um, Tulani, I, I just want to know, you know, every time a, a minister comes on, 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 your, on your show or other shows, they always have to be on a defensive mode. I would like to know what steps have government taken to inform the people about such awards? Since we are a new democracy, there's got to be some level of interaction from government to say, well, right, this is the process we're going to take now to inform the public, be it in the curriculum, be it at school level, tertiary level, community-based newspapers and what have you, to say, well, public, this is what is happening with such awards, this is how it goes and so on. So then the, 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 the uh, representatives doesn't, don't have to come on and keep defending things, mm. processes that probably are already there, but because of lack of information, we don't know about it. All right, Neil, thank you. Thank you. Hassan is back. Let's try him again. Hassan? couldn't tell you what is going on there. Uh, all right, uh, Dr. Lubisi, please, your response to what Neil is saying. And, and Neil is absolutely correct. Um, we, we have tried uh, the best we could uh, to publicize the awards. In fact, uh, in the run-up to the nomination process, we place uh, adverts on radio. We speak to community radio stations and the big radio stations. We put up adverts in the media. But I think it's making a very important point that perhaps as part of the uh, uh, curriculum in schools, we should begin to inform more uh, our people about uh, the national awards. I think he's right. There is a lot of work that still needs to be done to inform society about the awards and how they operate. Uh, we will take uh, his point certainly uh, forward. Maybe, maybe Dr. Lubisi, you should ask school, school students in high schools to write essays on these people before you give the award. That they can do research for you. I, I, I absolutely agree with you, Absolutely correct. Barnum was not unstinting and unrelenting in his opposition to all forms of oppression. He was an oppressor. Mm. Oliver Tambo was against oppression. How did you miss that? And high school students, if they have to do research and write an essay um, on these people before you, you, you give them an award or you decide to give them an award, um, they have to do research for you. Uh, hmm. I, I, I thought uh, Professor Mohammed was saying that we should use 
the recipients uh, of the national awards to publicize them more. Uh, I, I, it was, I it was saying it, it was saying that uh, schools should be asked to uh, well, school pupils should write uh, assignments or essays on these matters because uh, they will assist in doing research for for the council, uh, the the advisory council, so that uh, you are able to pick up uh, critical information about people intended to to receive. I think it's uh, his, his idea is quite good. I think it's it to be part uh, of. Uh, uh, publicizing the awards and informing our people more about them. Uh, we will take, uh, certainly take uh, his uh, 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 recommendation forward and uh, discuss it with the advisory council. Kai is back. Let's try that line. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. And um, thanks again. Sorry, I'm not feeling well today, but I really had to call in. There are two things. Yeah. Dr. Lubisi, thank you very much in terms of indicating the names of the august committee that considers the names for these awards, but I also want, and I do agree, that going forward the public should know more in terms of why people or how the selection goes. At the same time, I do not believe that the award should be cheapened because we disagree that Burnham should uh, be given this kind of distinction. Quite frankly, I agree that Burnham should not be given. I happen to be from that region of the world. I live in South Africa now, but I also want to draw to the attention of Professor Mohammed, thank you very much, that Harry Belafonte, I had the privilege of going to the awards in 2007, and there are other distinguished people from the Caribbean that have received the award, i.e., Harry Belafonte, also uh, Sir Rampal, who was, Sonny Rampal, who was with the, um, uh, the Commonwealth Secretariat. Ali Mazri was also one, and my former Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago, Dr. Eric Williams, was a recipient of the award. To say that the award is given because people can buy their way to get the award cheapens all of the previous recipients that have gotten the award. I think that when we argue, we we should agree in terms of how we go forward. I'm fully in agreement with that, that Mm. Burnham should not have it because of of, of his uh, being, well, indicated in how he has dealt with with, uh, Sir Walter Rodney. But now to to really debase it, I I think that this giving government really... Um, we can criticize government on some levels, but please, let's not cheapen all of the other recipients that have received this. And I'm so sorry for my voice this morning. No, no, fair point. It's, it, uh, again, uh, please respond to that, Professor Mohammed, because I think, personally, I think she's raising a critically important point. No, I think it's an important point, and I don't think that the award should be cheapened. I think that the award, I mean, you know, we can't debate the people who have gotten the awards. Um, I mean, those people and the people named um, made important contributions. And still, to, we're still to, to, and we're still to, to, to get an indication from Dr. Lubisi on the why they decided to give Burnham or to recommend Burnham for this award. I, I mean, you know, that for us is cheapening and debasing the award. I'm sorry, and I'm not part of this discussion, but to continue to ask Dr. Lubisi, I think right now, short of saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, which he has, he said that the fact that they have said that they are they have withdrawn this for further consideration, I think we're beating a dead horse. Yeah. If the South Africans have said they are reconsidering this, why are we saying, give us a reason, take this offline? 
take this offline and make sure that Burnham does not get the award. And let's see now, how do you put things, because I didn't hear about the awards this time around. How do you get the information out that these awards are happening, that nationals of these countries that happen to reside in South Africa, if they want to respond to it, can. But, I mean, let's respect the process. I mean, many of us can disagree. I'm not going to take up any more time. I'm sick this morning. I had to get out of my bed to find the book to read these names because I was at the 2007 awards, and mm. I feel very strongly about this. Okay, Let's fine. not debase it. Thank you, Sure, Solani. thank you. Thank you very much, Kai. Professor Bond, are you still there? Yes, indeed. Yeah, you, you heard what Kai is going to say. I mean, she, she, that's, a, that's a seriously important point she's making. I know. I think the problem is if you shoot the messenger, uh, those of us who are worried about uh, purchase of key parts of South African policy by powerful rich people, if you shoot, shoot the, the messenger, <laughs> you miss the message. And only but, but wait, Professor, Professor Bond, let, let's, let's again let, let, let's address her point because her point is that yes, there are problems in in, in relation to uh, the issue of Lyndon Forbes Burnham, but we mustn't then generally say that uh, people buy their way into these awards. It, it, it is it chippens it. It is incorrect. Oh, if you look at uh, Burnham's website, uh, the website dedicated to his memory, that's what stands out. An increase from $50,000 a year eventually went to 250000 uh from the uh, Guyana taxpayers, and that's what it's about. Um, now, if you look at Suharto in 1997, it was just after he gave $25 million, and it would cheapen the uh, legacy of O.R. Tembo, uh, and it would uh, make a mockery of uh, these awards, if these two stand, in other words, if uh, the cancellation of Burns does not uh, logically proceed, and if the revocation, uh, once we get this application underway, the revocation of the Zohar Award doesn't happen. Uh, is it Dr. Lubisi? Yes, uh, sir. You want to make a point? Uh, no, th- thank you very much. I, no, I, 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 I couldn't agree more with Kai. Uh, we, we, we must be very careful when we argue. Uh, in public or in private, uh, uh, in terms of the statements that we make. And again, I really implore Professor Pond, uh, let, let us be civil about these matters. Uh, the, uh, the, the country might be a developing country, but uh, we are not as cheap as to be bought with 250,000 rands. I think we... No, but we then that was a lot of money. That was a huge amount in, must, in the early 1980s. We must be very, very careful and, and, and respect uh, the, the uh, credentials and uh, uh, the standing of uh, the members of the Advisory Council and uh, the President of the country. Hmm. These awards are offered to in a bona fide way, and I really wish to plead with uh, Professor Bond to not... Go there, really, because I don't think it's, 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 a, it's fair either to the recipients, uh, previous recipients, or to the advisory council or anyone uh, who has made a nomination uh, yeah. for national awards. So I think uh, let's, let's desist from doing that. Sure. Professor Mohammed? Professor Mohammed? We'll probably have lost uh, Professor Mohammed. 0891. Would I be able to, to, to quickly reply, that um while there are so many instances of politicians being bought, while there's 13 deaths in the Central African Republic with Chancellor House from the African National Congress at the record of doing Biden deals there, by former President Mbeki, while there's the uh, government being revoked a visa because Beijing brags about putting pressure on Pretoria, those are the impressions that will continue to be left. And we will go there because I think the citizenry of South Africa is sick and tired of 
so many parts of this country's public policy okay. being purchased by rich, powerful people. All right. Well, I mean, uh, people can call in and, uh, and weigh in on that one. 0891104208. Let me read some SMSs. David Mtunza says, why not publish the names of the nominees prior to the final list in order to allow the broader participation of the public as well as nominations input? David Mtunza. Uh, Tabo Shaku, nearly spot on. If they are awarded on our behalf, then it should be an open process with full public particip- participation, consultation on the recipients. Those two points here, how would you respond, Dr. Lubisi? No, uh, look, Odani, mm-hmm. South Africa is not the only country that honors and issues national orders. Yeah. We, we know it. Uh, every country in the world does this. Sure. And every country in the world does exactly what we do. So it's, it's, you see, let's not uh, uh, come with the new uh, processes now which really, uh, you know, seem to suggest that you cannot trust uh, the president of the country to make uh, proper decisions. We have a public participation process. I've indicated to you mm-hmm. we have opened nominations as we speak. The nominations close on the 31st of July. Please, South Africans, nominate people for national orders, mm-hmm. for the six orders that we, 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 I, I referred to earlier on. on. From then onwards, the advisory council will take the names, go through them carefully, and uh, make recommendations. So mm-hmm. there is a public participation. So we shouldn't give the impression that there is no public participation process. But at the end of the day, someone must take a decision. Yeah. And that someone is the president. We can't the president can't sit in a stadium and decide together with all of us. It, it, it doesn't work that way. It, 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 you know, the, the queen in England, when she announces her orders, she, she doesn't call a, a meeting at Wembley Stadium to decide. She takes the decision on sure. the basis of nominations that have been made. And but but in all honesty, Dr. Lubisi, not only in England, also with regards to the Nobel Peace Prize, there are always reviews and people always raise questions where, where they find it necessary to raise questions. So uh, the, I suppose the point I'm making is that, again, you would accept that people can and have the right to raise questions where they find... Absolutely, Kolani. That's why this is a democratic country. This is a democratic country. Anyone can raise objections about anyone. Hmm. As I say, in any given case, there will be people who support a person and there will be people who are opposed to a, to a person. In some cases, some people are more divisive than others. Some people are less controversial. So there will always be debates. And hmm. in South Africa, we've allowed that debate. None of the people who spoke against Benham were stopped. They continue writing, they, they continue speaking, even if we have said, as the first thing this morning, that the order has yes. been deferred until sure. such time that we do further consultations. Here's another we question. Still allow them to continue saying, they can say whatever they like, mm. because this is a democratic state. Here's another question on email from uh, Heinrich Weinhardt in Cape Town. Please ask, how was it decided in which class bronze, silver, gold awards are given? Ex-Robin Islander Dr. Neville Alexander got silver. Madam Zamini Zuma got gold. Why? Uh, uh, when people nominate, do they nominate uh, and say where, where they would want to nominate you? In other words, like for instance, in the order of uh, Lutuli or Baobab, etc. Yes, some people do indicate uh, the, 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 whether it's gold, silver, bronze, etc. But uh, generally people do not do that. We rely on the advice of the um, uh, advisory council to 
make that call. And, and, and of course, then the president applies his mind to the call made by the advisory council. But it's, these are debated matters. They, there's no science to it. It's debates. People bring evidence, etc., etc., uh, in order to support whether mm. a person is uh, bronze, silver, or gold. Here's a question for you, Professor Bond, on, on, on SMS. It says, so does Professor Bond believe Malakapur and other UK ZN recipients were also honoured because the advisory committee may have been bought? No, not at all. In fact, that's what I explicitly said. They deserve those honours. Um, it's a problem, though, when there are so many instances of influence peddling in Pretoria. And um, this is um, on part of the most um, corrupted countries in the world. The United States is a good example where uh, every politician seems to be bought. And until that changes, while we get these kind of fishy decisions, uh, and I, I speak of Saharto after the $25 million donation to ANC, and uh, Brennan, because he advertised on okay, it. Okay, Professor Bond, Professor Bond, let's clarify something. So those that you agree with deserve it, those you don't agree with buy their way into these awards. Oh, I think that's probably the case, that those that are uh, awfully uh, dubious, like Soharto, desperately needed the legitimacy of standing next to Nelson Mandela in December 1997, just three months before he was overthrown by popular revolt. Yeah, I would say that, um, unfortunately, again and again, there are instances where the um, need for legitimation by being close to South Africa, by being in the vicinity of the O.R. Tambo name, or the Mandela name, corrupts a lot of people. I don't think that's controversial. Sebastian in Cape Town, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. My <coughs> question relates to whether we are recognizing too few people annually, especially uh, many in the street doing good work to improve our society. If one looks at a similar-sized country such as the U.K., they have two annual honors lists with uh, far more awards been given out, but we seem to have a very small uh, on a, um, award list every year. Uh, one would like to, I'd like to ask, uh, what is the ra- ratio of actual awards made to nominations received? What happens to the uh, unsuccessful nominations? Are they carried forward for consideration in the future year? Is uh, consideration being given to expanding the numbers or the uh, particular numerical limitations uh, may uh, laid down for these awards or not, or is it, are they open to uh, whatever number of worthy sub, um, recipient, uh, recipients are nominated per year? Perhaps we could have some discussion okay. of this. All right. Thank you very much, Sebastian. Dr. Lubisi? Yes. Uh, thank you, Sebastian. The, uh, Sebastian would recall that uh, prior to 2009, uh, in fact, there were two investiture ceremonies uh, uh, per year. The decision was, however, then taken in 2009 by the president that we should reduce this to one day and ensure that we align the national orders with, with uh, Freedom Day because uh, there is significance uh, with uh, Freedom Day. Uh, the number of orders uh, generally on an annual basis is roughly 35. This year it was 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a point that uh, uh, Sebastian is making. We will, we will uh, indeed uh, uh, consider his point uh, because he's right that uh, more people uh, are deferred in terms of uh, uh, their honouring. Although the council can make a recommendation and say this person does deserve, but when the numbers grow too much, then the recommendation is let's take this in the next years, etc., etc. So there are people on the list who still deserve 
but, uh, but they are still on the list indeed uh, for consideration. There are, of course, those who are nominated and just do, do not meet the criteria whatsoever, and those uh, clearly are dropped. All right. Um, and, and some, of course, are deferred to the following, uh, following awards. That is correct. Okay. Right. I've really got to get uh, closing remarks now. Perhaps uh, let me start with uh, uh, Professor Mohammed. Just your closing remarks for me. Well, I mean, I, I want to thank you for um, for having this program and to have people speak. I, I really enjoyed the fact that the public in South Africa was able to, to participate. Unfortunately, we could not do this on the Burnham. Um, and I, I, I mean, I would like to thank um, Professor Lubisi for being on the program. I think that um, going forward, he knows what he has to do. And we're looking forward for um, for the fact that this award will never be given. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Professor Bond? Yes, sir. I'm absolutely delighted that uh, Dr. B.C. has uh, indicated that uh, Burnham will potentially not be honored. It's been deferred. The following is important. But I suggest that we really do have a terrific uh, system in, in which uh, some of the quotation uh, via the petitioning and the protests that are coming, even from a small intelligentsia, uh, actually does get heard. I hope that is an encouragement to so many others by uh, government policies. All right. Uh, and, and Dr. Lubisi, I suppose perhaps the issue is that we should, including us then in the media, talk more about this so that people can participate, people can be aware, so that we, we deal with whatever controversies before the, the awards are made. Well, uh, controversies will always be, be, be there, Olani. Uh, we believe that the process uh, uh, of uh, the awarding of uh, various people for the national orders uh, is a process that is uh, well-tested. It's uh, internationally comparable. We thank the public for participating in the process, and we urge them to further participate in the process by nominating uh, uh, whoever they want to nominate for the national orders. Mm. The closing date is the 31st of July 2013 for the 2014 national orders. And we thank those uh, uh, people who have made their uh, views known on many of the national orders uh, for doing so. Just very quickly, the process of uh, nominating, what do I do? Where do I send my nomination to? You you write uh, and say, I wish to nominate... uh, Sorry, this is cut out the other lines. Uh, yeah, you you right. I wish to nominate so and so. And these are the reasons. A, a, a motivation for that. Okay. And you send it to the Chancery of National Orders at the Union Buildings. Okay, Chancery of the National Orders at the Union Buildings. Dr. Lubis, I really, really, really thank you very much for uh, coming through and talking to us this day. Again, I really have got to apologize for n- uh, not picking up on, on the fact that the the awarding uh, of uh, the former uh, executive president of Guyana had been deferred. Uh, as pointed out, even people who are closely monitoring this were not aware of that, and it's a decision clearly taken on Wednesday. Um, and uh, w- w- So it, we, a lot of us missed that particular decision.